Hola, welcome to Instruction Interruption, a podcast to celebrate New Mexico education in every corner of our beautiful state. I am host Alisa Cooper de Uribe, the 2021 New Mexico Teacher of the Year. For two years now, this podcast has been a space for educators to talk pedagogy and practice, sharing lessons they have learned along their teacher journey. As we begin 2022, we look forward to more. This podcast is sponsored by the New Mexico Oil and Gas Association and is produced in collaboration with the New Mexico Public Education Department. This week, I close out season two of Instruction Interruption by officially passing the hosting torch to the 2022 New Mexico Teacher of the Year, Lorraine Guerrero. If you haven't yet had a chance to get to know her, go listen to her story in the previous episode. Speaking of stories, I'm going to tell you one. It's a story that came out of this year as Teacher of the Year, which if I had to describe in one word, it would be connection. This year brought connections with and among ideas, opportunities, lived experiences, living things, and most importantly to me, connections among people. So put your pencils down and listen up. We're ready to interrupt your day with some reflections for this new year, 2022. It's an honor for me to be a part of your day today. And while I'm so excited to hear the upcoming episodes hosted by Lorraine Guerrero, I'll really miss this time on the airwaves. Saying goodbye is hard. Living here in Albuquerque, you may hear folks say bueno bye as they close out a conversation. So I'm calling this the bueno bye episode. And the story of this year actually has all kinds of bueno in it. Maybe not the brand of chile that we know and love on our enchiladas, but for me, it's still delicious in a different way. It starts with a bearded dragon, and it ends with a butterfly. The bearded dragon I'm referring to lives in my classroom during the school week, where he's been a fixture for the past six years and counting. His name is Joaquin, and each day he's privy to two languages. As you may know, I teach first grade at New Mexico International School, an international baccalaureate school with a focus on inquiry and language acquisition in Albuquerque. We're a K-8 public charter school, and each year I get to welcome six- and seven-year-olds into my bilingual world of Spanish and English. I feel so fortunate to bring the home life of languages that I love into a place where the humans I spend time with are in that really sweet developmental stage of vivacity and wonder. And Joaquin fits right in. His intimidating, spiky exterior belies a gentle love for being held in the palm of a child's hand or resting against the rise and fall of a person's chest. He is so bueno. And each year, Joaquin, he becomes a part of our class culture. This past year, though, his place rose to something akin to iconic. There's always something transcendent about connecting with sentient beings outside ourselves in times that are trying. On screen and in physical presence, Joaquin has been there as my students and I projected our feelings outside of ourselves, but always with a hope for the best. And speaking of hope, I recently had the pleasure, it's actually always a pleasure, of hearing our 2021 National Teacher of the Year, Juliana Urtube, share a few thoughts about hope in Indianapolis. She quoted Mariam Ekaba in saying, Hope doesn't preclude feelings of sadness or frustration or anger or any other emotion that makes total sense. Hope isn't an emotion, you know. Hope is not optimism. Hope is a discipline. 
We have to practice it every single day. And in this past year, that's really held true for me. In thinking about hope, it's become really clear to me that it is something that we can choose within ourselves, but something we should extend outward toward others. Hope is a civic work. It's at the heart of what I love about being a teacher and at the heart of what I've come to learn about being a teacher leader, which I believe we all have within ourselves. That bearded dragon, Joaquin, he showed me that, especially this past spring. Let me tell you more about that. For the past few years, my students, they've connected civic responsibility with a growing understanding of how our decisions and actions can affect those around us. And when I say those, I refer to more than humans. Those are the animals and the earth, as well as the people who live on this planet. And part of our civic work, it's summed up pretty well in the proposed social studies standards for New Mexico, something I hope to have been cultivating in the classroom anyway, but concisely written for reference as a touchstone of learning experiences. I have found it really fitting as an educator swimming in the waters of the international baccalaureate philosophy that inquiry and action are inextricably connected. That under the proposed standard of inquiry, students can explore their own ways of taking informed action and specifically taking group or individual action to address local and regional or global problems. And that in the theme of living, learning, and working together and exploring the roles and responsibilities of civic life, six and seven-year-olds can begin learning to explain and provide examples of how people play important roles in society. This includes themselves. This includes you. I've seen how this includes me. And this is where Joaquin came into play again. In our transdisciplinary unit theme of sharing the planet, our class thinks about the ethical uses of natural resources in our state. And that in itself really tends to get the class fired up anyway, because they feel so connected with the world around them. They are fascinated by the colors and the textures of the rocks they find outside, the shapes of leaves and seeds, and they have this visceral love for animals. So the class, they think about our water, how little we have, our plants, how fragile they are in this area, and our land, and they begin to see how the ways we use them really impact their existence. And they begin to understand their own roles, all of the little things that they can do, while learning that others play a role in the overall direction that our state takes in its relationship with its land and the life that it supports. So putting names to faces of the people who are chosen to set those directions, it's been an important first step for my kids and for me. My class began learning about the governor and the legislators who established guidelines for the way our state works, but the kids also focused on what resources really meant the most to them. And when they learned that not only could they use their emerging writing skills in Spanish to communicate their perspectives to the governor, I remember the look of wide-eyed surprise and delight in Dacian Bueno's face as he gasped and shouted, Really? We're going to do that? It was a moment that will really stick with me, seeing a young face begin to realize that everyone has a role they can play regardless of their age, and who knows how far our voices will go. We worked really hard this year. We thought, we wrote, we edited, we illustrated. We, our class of first graders, we created a book of letters to the governor. And when the governor came and surprised the class, 
kids both in the physical classroom and kids in the Google classroom with a visit to receive the letters in hard copy. It was read aloud in two languages by, you guessed it, Daisy and Bueno. And the governor, then she made a connection that went beyond what even the kids had made. All of this, what we were doing, this inquiry, this action, this was also for our beloved animals like Joaquin. Joaquin actually looks a lot like a horned toad or a greater short-horned lizard. It's an animal that I grew up seeing really often around my childhood home in Raton, but it's one that I've only seen a handful of times since I returned to live in New Mexico as an adult. It's now a protected species in many of its native habitats. And as she held Joaquin in her hands, the governor thought about those lizards and she reminded the class that all of us have a part to play in actively maintaining hope for ourselves and for around us, for those who are around us. When she asked the class who might like to fill her executive shoes someday, a class full of hands shot up. These kids were beginning to see that the words that they wrote and spoke were not just social studies standards. They were their very own inquiry and action and their own gestures of hope. And my hope is that the opportunity is the first of many. And Joaquin, he still lumbers along inside the classroom, eating his green hornworms. And he's there to connect this school year's class of kids to a world where they can cultivate more hope too. That connection between my class's work and my work as teacher of the year has not been lost on me. This is a lot of civic work and a lot of cultivation of hope. I've often found myself in my students' shoes, humbled, amazed, and encouraged by the opportunities to add my perspective and thoughts to conversations with decision makers and change makers, and most meaningfully to encourage others to join me, even though the places we come from, both literal and metaphorical, they might be worlds apart. Joaquin's species comes from a world away too, the bearded dragon, as much as it looks like a giant horned lizard, actually crossed continents to have a chance at living in my classroom. Bearded dragons, they're found in the wild, far from New Mexico, in Australia. And while they've been bred in the United States since the 1960s, these desert heat-loving beings still bring up a range of different feelings in those who see them. Governor Lujan Grisham scooped Joaquin up in a moment of connection and joy, other visitors to the class have regarded him with everything from affection to fear to indifference. But the borders his species has crossed to become household pets in our country, they also kind of represent the emotional borders and barriers that I've also seen crossed, scaled, and broken, not only to care about him, but to care about broader issues of education and to participate in the inquiry and action that comes with believing in our own roles and responsibilities in civic life. One of the many issues that this year has brought to the fore in the civic work is that of recruiting and retaining teachers in New Mexico and ensuring that the diversity of our students is reflected in the people who teach in their classrooms. As a Teach Plus Fellow this year, it's been another opportunity that came out of encouragement and connections with other leaders in education I'm learning more this year about the factors that are contributing to this emergency that is our state's shortage of teachers and defining ways to advocate for teachers and honoring the work that we do. Joaquin, he's often nearby when I'm reading research at the computer 
or joining a gathering of minds on Zoom. He's there when I'm tweeting and Facebooking and writing to legislators about the urgent need to increase teacher pay. Listeners, join me on this one. And he's there lying close to the ground in a space whose conditions I'm always trying to ensure are adequate for him to live his best life, to thrive. That's what we do in education, right? We work to create spaces for our learners, both students and educators, so we can thrive. Thinking of Joaquin in that context, it grounds me. But I also recognize that sometimes keeping one's feet and their thinking on the ground all the time, it isn't enough. We can't always get very far that way. Finding ways to get outside our respective bearded dragon tanks is key. And this past year has given me that gift of connecting with people and ideas from across the country and its territories, crossing state lines and time zones, and really fortunately in this pandemic, taking to the skies to meet with other teachers in places like New York, Vermont, Indiana, Alabama. While flying across the country, my little man, Dacian Bueno, he and his family, they cared for Joaquin in their home. And while this current school year, the Bueno family has had other wonderful teachers in their children's lives, I've carried them and all my students and families in my heart when I traveled to Washington, D.C., one of the hearts of our country's civic lives. And there in Washington, I walked onto the lawn of the Rose Garden and I FaceTimed with my class and their dedicated substitute teacher. Thank you, thank you, thank you, substitute teachers, by the way. And Joaquin, he was there in the background. I then watched our 2021 National Teacher of the Year, Juliana, a teacher who has done so much that is bueno. I watched her stand on a stage and speak next to Dr. Jill Biden. And with the emotion and pride of what it me meant to celebrate the transformative power of education, she spoke of working to create environments for thriving in the face of marginalization, nurturing identities as a form of pride, humanizing our students and families, and building a society that is joyous and just by building relationships. Her words took to the air, and while she spoke, another creature did too. Our cohort of teachers, with deep friendships and connections forged through a year of struggling to thrive, we watched together as a butterfly flew behind Juliana. My mother-in-law, she's from the state of Michoacan in Mexico, where the monarch butterflies winter and prepare for the migration that is both timeless and now endangered. There are fewer butterflies flying. That impact of human activity, it's played a part in that cycle. My first graders, they write about these things that we see, and I'm thankful that there are opportunities for their voices to be heard, for their voices to take to the sky. Because those butterflies, they cross all kinds of borders. Juliana's day on that national stage really reminded me of that. Butterflies are quiet and uncomplicated symbols of this discipline of hope. And as I flew back home from the week in Washington with my family, I carried this message with me so I could share it with you. Listeners, lift up your voices. And if you are a teacher listening to this, I encourage you to join your voice in a collective effort too. The experience of representing educators as Teacher of the Year 
was most meaningful to me because of the connections I made as part of a larger cohort. So if you have the opportunity to apply for a recognition or a fellowship or some type of teacher cohort, take it. The relationships cultivated with teachers across the state within the Teach Plus Fellowship, for example, that has also been so life-giving and inspiring. Make those connections and tap into your own inquiry and action as a leader. You can apply to be a liaison within our teacher leader network or apply to be a state ambassador through the public education department. Join or support your district's equity council. Speak up at those public hearings. And if you're not yet ready, ask a friend. They'll carry you with them in their words. In each of these opportunities, you can add to your toolbox of advocacy, from speaking at your own school board meetings, to giving public comment at the legislative session, to writing letters, and to finding out ways to make sure that your voice is heard. Remember when I said this year was summed up as one of connections? I know these connections will continue. And I look forward to those connections with you too, our listeners, our podcast escuchas. So think of this episode as a butterfly for you. Pick up where I leave off and keep in touch. Keep connected. And enjoy this next season with Loren Guerrero. Thanks all. Muchas gracias to Mandy Torres, the 2020 New Mexico Teacher of the Year, for her vision in creating this podcast and to Loren Guerrero, the 2022 New Mexico Teacher of the Year, for keeping the conversation going in the upcoming Season 3. Thank you to the New Mexico Public Education Department and Namoga for its sponsorship. And thanks again to all of you, our listeners, for the meeting of minds and for being a part of the education conversation. May your assignments be graded and your coffee still warm. Thanks for listening. Bueno, bye.